0: To another edition of my GRCC story, I'm Dave Murray and Evan Macklin, and today we are joined by a very special guest, student and author Sarah Kenny. Now, we became introduced to Sarah in kind of an unusual way. She posted on Instagram after she was named to the GRCC President's List. And she put on there, I've been kind of kept this to myself and to a couple people close to me. But you know what? After being sick for several years and figuring I would never have a chance to go to college, the little girl in me who had college planned out at 10 years old is super proud. This made my day after receiving their certificate for the President's List in my email. I was not expecting this, so I'm going to share. And that got shared all the way to GRCC President Pink, who was so excited to hear that, that you were so excited to be on the president's list. And then I noticed your Instagram was Official S. Kenny. So I said, what's that about? And then I saw that Sarah is an amazing author with nine books out there and more to come, I'm sure. (laughs) So Sarah, what is your GRCC story?
1: Hi, uh, yep, my name is Sarah Kenny. I had a lot of health issues for several years, probably right out of high school. Um, I was homeschooled since third grade. And so, I, at 10 years old, I was determined to be this like wildlife conservationist, and I, I brought my mom this like huge list of colleges. I'm like, I'm going to college at 18, and it all kind of got thrown up in the air, you know, as soon as I graduated, and um, I had what was called uh, Median arcuate Ligament Syndrome and it's a uh, compression of the celiac artery. And by the time I received help, it was 98% compressed, so it had to have open surgery and everything. So it delayed by a lot, but when I come out of surgery, they were like, you know, what are you gonna do now? And I'm like, I'm gonna go to college. You know, I don't know what I'm gonna go for, but, you know, I'm gonna go. And yeah, as far as being an author, I started um, writing in 2015, just because I kind of, I ended up quitting dance, and all of the activities that kept me busy, so I needed something to really kind of keep my mind busy while everything was going on, and I had a journal from when I was about 13 years old that I kind of went back to, and it had all these characters and stuff that I had wrote out, and I was like, I'm gonna just try to figure out how to you know, create some sort of world or something for them, and yeah, it just kind of took off from there, and I started teaching myself how to do all the um, formatting and everything, so now I know how to Format um, ebooks and paperbacks and everything, and it's just been kind of going on by itself for, for quite a while now. <laughs>
0: what tell us about the kinds of books that you write?
1: Yeah, I write young adult fantasy mainly. Um, I did have a brief uh, period where I wrote Sleepwalker, which was a new adult thriller, um, and I'm working on the second one of that, which is um, pretty it's strictly horror, really. Um, but yeah, I, I kind of dabble in that. But my my main base is at young adult fantasy, um, and I've written about in total I've written eleven books. But I still have a lot that are in the editing process, which is the the worst process any author <laughs> knows. <laughs> but I yeah, I've published about five of them so far.
2: Wow! Can yeah. you tell us what was your favorite?
1: My favorite book. Yep. Or, yep. I. Probably the one I had just finished writing actually it's called Devil's Curse. It's the fourth one in my series and um it's uh, unedited it's 90,000 words. Oh my gosh, wow. So it was like <laughs> yeah, my my first book was only about 45,000, so I was like I actually like hit a goal here, you know. Um but yeah, I'm I'm hoping um this year to get uh at least two more of the series out and then I only have one until the series is finished and it would be really sad. Then <laughs> <So.
0: laughs> wow. you have a new series after that, right?
1: Yes. Yeah. 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 <laughs> what, what's the
0: process like? How does this work? How do you come up with the idea and the characters and just go full length into a book?
1: I really, uh, for the longest time, I base them off of like dreams I've had or even nightmares because, um, like, I have PTSD. Um, so, like, anyone who has PTSD knows that you have nightmares and flashbacks, and a lot of those kind of sometimes they end up kind of abstract and I've been able to take from that but then I'm also inspired by a lot of um, religions and mythology and stuff like that. So it kinda all kinda comes together and forms a story and I don't know, each character I feel kinda writes themselves. They're they're like their own person even though they're they're not real you know
0: (laughs) how much of you is in some of the characters a
1: lot a lot of like what characters have said especially my main characters my mom will read that and she'll be like you said that before and I'm like yeah i figured it kind of fit their personality too so
0: (laughs) what authors do you follow most or do you like to read
1: yeah um really like i write i read a lot of like young adult fantasy as well um, Jennifer L. Armitrau is probably one of um, the biggest artists that I read as far as, like, her series. There's always something that I end up liking. Um, and I'm actually trying to read um, The Burning Shadow by her right now. But I've also, I was um, asked to review a couple of her books as well. Which which is really hard when you're trying to write as well because they're like, Oh the deadline's in like two weeks and I'm like, I don't think I can read that much in <laughs> time. <laughs>
0: well, I saw it. You've also you've written for you've written articles for Workspace Digital and you've done music reviews in addition to your books.
1: Yeah, um I I kind of picked those up just to have something kinda of on the side to do. Um and they they weren't paid gigs or anything, but I workspace digital I wrote a lot of um time management and marketing articles for, just from coming from, you know, a personal point of view. As a uh, self-publishing author, you have to market all of your own things. So it's it's a really long process, and so to share that through their their space was really cool. Um, Music Notes, they were someone that I came across. It's International Online Magazine, and I also have a lot of connections to bands and local artists, so I just thought that would be a way to get them out as well, so. <laughs>
2: kind of fast forwarding uh, to where we are now, what program are you actually going for now that you're, are you going for something that's related to writing or journalism or what, what's the program of interest uh, that you're currently,
1: pursuing? Currently I'm going for uh, social work. Social work. Okay. Yeah. And I'm, I'm trying to also get either a second degree or a minor in writing so that I can kind of have two different pathways to go with. I'm also like, on the side, I'm trying to get a veterinary assistant oh, <laughs> diploma. Cool. Wow. As well. So it's like, I have a lot of interests. Um, I never, to, like, settle in one field because I've had a lot of people that they come up to me and they find out I'm an author, and they're like, well, maybe someday, you know, you'll be a published author, and then you don't have to figure out a job. And I'm like, I don't want to just do one thing, you know? And I always kind of make that clear with my professors as well. And because cause they'll like say stuff like that, and I'm like, oh, I don't just want to be an author. I want to be like, oh, she did this, 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 as well.
2: Got it, and <laughs> I know you, um, before we, we hopped on the air here, I know you talked about how we met at orientation um, two semesters ago, and so at that time, what, what made you kind of think, you know what, GRCC is the right place for me, I, I think this is where I can get my higher education start, and, mm-hmm. and you know, tell me more about that.
1: Uh, Definitely because it was local. Um, it's not local for me. I live in Kent City, so it's about a 40-minute commute. But it's, I don't know, I've always thought of going to Grand Rapids Community College. It was always my first choice, because I think the uncertainty of, like, choosing a pathway as well. I thought, you know, it's, it's a cheaper alternative to um, a university, but it's also, it's more intimate, so you can get to know it better. Uh, rather than being thrown in with, I heard, like, MSU had in their social work class like 600 students. I'm yeah. like, oh, no, that's, <laughs> that's not where I'm at. <laughs> so, so yeah, that was the biggest reason was the um, you know classes having about 30 students each, and then the affordability of it as well is really helpful.
0: Can you tell us a little bit more about what it means to self-publish? How, how does that work?
1: Uh, it's a long process, but I feel it personally, like, it's it's worth it. I was talking to Professor Garn in my English 101 class uh, last semester, and I actually, we were discussing about, like, because um, he wanted to go through a traditional publisher because he was writing horror as well, and I told him I preferred self-publishing because you have full control. Um, it is difficult because you have to do all the marketing and everything yourself, but as far as choosing your book cover, writing your story the way you want to write it, it's it's all worth it, but the process of it was um, through Amazon is where I go through, and it makes it a lot easier for authors because you can use different templates if you don't know exactly how to um, self-publish. But yeah, the process really is just you write, edit, and then Get it formatted and throw it up there, and it's out there. And um, I always tell people that I don't think I would do it if I didn't have a paperback option. Um, that was one thing that I taught myself how to do: was write the um, or create the book covers and the templates, so that I could actually have a physical copy of my books.
0: So you designed all those covers too? They're uh, pretty intricate. <laughs>
1: yeah, the the first two of the Devil's Curse novels I didn't, but um, I had. Uh, cover um, designer from Spain, and then who was Maya Alonso, and then I think it was Paraguay is uh, where... Yeah, it's random places, but I, Jessica How do you Duque, connect with these, yeah, these yeah. people? I, I find them through social media. I'm really good at finding people. Wow. Um, but yeah, Jessica Dweck is who is also creating... Um, my final cover for the series and i've had that for about three years already and she keeps asking me well when are you going to get the final one out i'm like when i write it (laughs) but yeah for eternal fate um and devil's mark i created the covers myself and then i've created um for my next book devil's curse i've already created the cover and I'm pretty proud of that one. I'm excited to get it out, so. Is
0: that you on the covers? Is that your picture?
1: No, that isn't, no. No. I wish I looked like that.
0: (laughs) So when someone goes to the Amazon page, they can download it on their Kindle device? Yeah. And they can order paperback or hardcover?
1: Uh, only paperback yeah, option okay. currently. Uh, Amazon only does paperback. I see. Um, if I were to publish through Barnes and Noble, which I did for a period of time, uh, you can do a hardcover, but it has to be a certain page limit. Wow! And so my beginning books didn't quite reach the page limit for that. So.
0: And have you gotten people who are following what you're doing and buying the books and?
1: Oh yeah, yeah. I actually I have a small community of um, readers and reviewers that I connect with weekly. Um, especially um Tina Sanders who uh is from New York. She runs read and reviews and we do like different um giveaways and uh, interviews and things like that, author takeovers. And so it's kinda it's it's a fun little thing to do, uh, in the spare time, but she she's always always pushing me, like, when I haven't been writing. She's like, oh, well, when are you gonna write that next book? You, <laughs> <know>?
2: <laughs> you talk a little bit about, in the social media post, you talk a little bit about how, you're in your spare time, you're helping other um, indie authors kind of get their start, so can you talk a little bit about that? Who are you working with right now that might be up and coming? And talk a little bit more about that community that's following you, too.
1: Oh, definitely, yeah. I I connect with um, a lot of people, certain people that have actually graduated from here, Um, Tatiana, um, I can't ever remember, Diaz, she, uh, was a multimedia journalism uh, graduate here, and she actually, we ended up connecting through, um, Linda, Linda Otterbridge through Women Who Writes in Grand Rapids, and she had asked me to, uh, back before I had surgery, uh, do kind of an... Uh, author discussion and facilitate for um, her group, and I ended up meeting some different indie authors who were right in the beginning of writing the first books. And so it was a good way to kind of get those connections and figure out that hey, actually what I know is like worthy of you know teaching somebody else. Um, because I think when you you teach yourself stuff, you're not quite sure if it's good enough. And so that was always. Um, kind of a doubt for me, and then doing that, I had to create kind of the curriculum to talk about. And so, I usually start by, like, uh, like I have a website, and it's the author.wordpress.com and I'll put author tutorials up randomly on there. I don't currently, like, work one-on-one with people, um, because it takes a lot of time and sure. scheduling and everything. But um, as if someone decides to email me or anything, I'm always, like, right there, opening it. and um, But yeah, just kind of like scene development, plotting, and I think just kind of the writing process in general is what I usually cover, because I feel like people always think that they have to plot it out completely, and then if it doesn't go as planned, they have to restart. And it's like, no, it's always... you can plot it as much as you want. It's never gonna turn out how you figure in the end. There's always, like, you come to a stop and there's a left turn and a right turn and you have to decide which turn that's gonna be to take you to where your you know, end destination is, and so that's kind of what I cover on that website and everything. So. Okay,
2: that sounds really cool. Wow, <laughs> I'm speechless, Dave. I mean, this is incredible. <laughs> I'm amazed.
0: So if someone wanted to get started down the path and you know is intrigued by the idea of writing their books and, and self-publishing, what would they do? What's the first step you take?
1: I just do it, you know, just sit down at your computer and open Word, or, like, I use WPS Writer, and just start writing something, you know? And um, I tend to, like, I'm a little bit, like, of a perfectionist, so I always, like, plot it out and create the characters in advance and stuff, but I also, I kind of have known these stories from when I was younger, Um, so it's a bit different approach for everybody. So um, a lot of people, they can sit down and just free-write, and then other people, you know, just having kind of a baseline or an outline to go by. That's that's basically just the main start is just get started, you know. Mm -hmm.
0: So I'm assuming that we'll start seeing the Devil's Curse movies being adapted soon.
1: (laughs) I I hope so. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, Yeah, that would be. (laughs)
0: What's next for Sarah Kenny?
1: Publish more books, and uh, I actually sent Eternal Fate out to a publishing company. So I'm kind of... Seen with that series, it's one of those that I feel safe with, like letting someone else take the, you know, reins for a little while. But yeah, the devil's curse novels are mine though, so I'm gonna, I'm <laughs> gonna keep those in mind. But yeah, I'm just hoping to keep pursuing my degree, and I want to take a couple courses in journalism, stuff like that, and just really see where I'm supposed to go. You know.
0: Then you go to a four-year school then, or what are, yeah. your, what are your options? Yeah, you to yeah, to Keep looking.
1: Yeah, I'm 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 looking at uh, Grand Valley a lot because it's just it's close and it has a lot of uh, different great programs. So either if I go for journalism or social work, I feel like that's a pretty safe bet there. <laughs>
0: Sarah, you are awesome. Uh, thanks.
1: <laughs> I,
0: I, this has been a lot of fun, inspiring to a lot of people who who maybe have gone through some health challenges. Yeah. And not gonna let it stop them from chasing their dreams and, and getting a great education and, and moving on forward. So thank you for sharing yeah. your GRCC story today.
1: <laughs> thank you for having me.
0: If you want to learn more about Sarah and learn about her amazing books on Instagram, she's at official S Kenny, that's K-E-N-N-E-Y. And on Facebook, she's Facebook.com backslash the cursed author. And on Goodreads also backslash the cursed author. If you search on Amazon for Sarah with an H, A. Kenny, her books will all pop up there. And if you want to learn more about coming to GRCC and following paths of amazing people like Sarah, know her now before she's really famous and has a (laughs) signing at the bookstore, grcc.edu backslash enroll. And thank you for listening.
2: My GRCC Story is produced by GRCC IT Media Technologies Department, hosted by Dave Murray and Evan Macklin. Check out grcc.edu to learn more.